All right, as you guys can see, Kubapi's uh, uh, back again, but you know, he really loves uh, the Mugen train, so he had to get the, the theme back in there and his, out of his system. So I hope you guys enjoyed that little clip of that. I might keep it, or I might keep it in terms of other bloopers. We'll see. I actually have a lot of bloopers with you, specifically, now that I think about it. What a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we also got, I don't know if you want to use your real name or not. Mr. O'Shea. Okay, Mr. O'Shea. Mr. O. It's one uh, word. <laughs> just like Laplace. Laplace. The one place. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay, side topic, but did you watch Gundam Unicorn? No, I did not. Okay, Gundam so Unicorn. there's like a... There's a place. And it's um, where it has basically the uh, human rights... Yeah, uh, Charter code, of Rights. Tr- the Charter of Rights for Space Noise and Earthlings. And do you know what it's called? La Place. La Place. Okay. Word. I know there's an OST song. It's exactly, La Place. And, there was, and now I was talking with Gabe and I'm like, that's the place in French. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> if I know Japan thought they were clever, like La Place. I didn't even realize, I'm like, that's the, that's the place. That's all you guys are saying. You know what I wonder? What? Maybe in the movie for the French dub, is it called The Place? <laughs> <laughs> One word. <laughs> One word. Cap locks. So like, what, isn't that La Place? <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> right? But anyway, so we're talking about like Demon Slayer. Um, the Mugen Train specifically, uh, we all watched it at, at different times. Uh, it broke a lot of box office records in terms of like just globally mm. in okay. spite of the pandemic. Um, and yeah, I just really want to talk about that. Uh, I, I know you have a lot to say about it, uh, Kubabi, especially since Rengoku. Actually, uh, before we get into like everything with regards to... Um, the art, I noticed you really made some really good points in terms of creating, uh, uh, showing some uh, similarities between Rengoku and Spider-Man, who is one of your favorite superheroes. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, specifically because Rengoku, uh, there's a line that he said that he was taught by his mom, that is the duty of the strong to protect the weak, which the way I took that is more like, you know, if you have the power, it's a responsibility to help those who don't. A.K.A.? Great power comes great responsibility. Oh, you guys didn't say it, did you? Anyways, go on. I think it's like a bit far of a stretch, but I found there's like a little similar dynamic between the two. But For sure. Similarities kind of end there. I just found it was just with that line. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I... So, like, Rengoku obviously is not my favorite character. He doesn't... is not terribly in line with my personality. My two favorite characters are actually Zenitsu and, and Tanjiro. Uh, you know, both, like, very hardworking characters. I really definitely resonate with Tanjiro, especially with his sense of... Um, I've talked about it before in, like, two different episodes now, but hopefully it doesn't get redundant. His sense of compassion slash empathy and his sense of boundaries. Because it's not like he's not killing demons and cutting their heads off. But at the same time, he's able to empathize with them to the point where... You remember like that, so his his sense of compassion and empathy inspires me to be more compassion empathetic. So like you remember when they went inside, I think there was their, their souls and everything. Yeah. And like and like um Tanjiro was basically this scene of like a typical anime opening. Yeah, it was basically an anime opening. You know, when everyone's like walking and there's like the sky and water. Mm-hmm. Like it was really tranquil and they're just like, Yo, this guy's so nice I can't even kill this dude. He even like Sweet. showed us where the consciousness was. Oh, mm-hmm. you're looking for this? Oh, here you go. Take it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what? Yeah, I really, I don't, I really connected with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. The Zenitsu was more like that, that rockly resemblance. Basically, like, yeah, yeah, okay, you're right. exactly because like, you know, he just only he, good at one thing. Yeah, he practiced one thing. <laughs> he goes like, like what was it? Like, 
the the first form, I, I think he can quadruple it if I remember correctly. He can go up to something like that. I think it was yeah. quadruple. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, this character's sick. I did and that he, one thing very very well. Basically, <laughs> like I remember even like when I watched a movie, I was just like, um, could I watch it? Sorry guys, but I watched it online. Um, and I remember watching when Zenitsu came in. I ran down like four times. I was like, <laughs> actually, when he first did it, I was like, bruh, and I left. <laughs> Yo, when the whole train lit up, I was like, here we go. He's asleep. <laughs> it's about to happen. I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, I thought he, I thought he wasn't going to talk. And he's like, Nezuko, I'll protect. I was like, I'm done. Yo, we simping like that? Yeah, bro. <laughs> so yeah, no, like I, I like that in terms of both characters. Even Tanjo, like he has a very hardworking ethic too, mm-hmm. right? So really, like I really connected with both characters on that. Like I can't pick one or the other. They're both, they're both, uh, they're both sick to me. Um, I don't know if there's any characters, any parts in terms of movie that like really connected with you. Me, my favorite character is for in the movie itself is Rengoku, mm-hmm. just because the way he played his part so well, and it's, it's it's so impactful. Like at the end of the movie, it's like it's you can't a, not like it. You can't. <laughs> it's like, it's like funny because like the the movie is basically like what. Two episodes, maybe? Two yeah, episodes. And two, you feel like he's yeah, been there with you for the whole damn show, right? Sure, yeah, sure, <laughs> so it's like... I remember when I first met Rengoku, I was 13 years old. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, just begin the movie, man. Yeah, so... For in the movie, that's my favorite character. My favorite character is coming more later on in the show. Like the the Mist... Miss Guardian. Oh, oh really? Yeah, he's one of my favorite. Miss, 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 Miss. He has a weird name. It's pretty, it's pretty long, but... Is it the same guy? No, it's not the... The, the guy... The he looks like kid, a child. The child. Yeah. A child. He has like a teal colored, uh, like blade yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I Inos Inosuke. That's my other favorite character. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't think you were gonna say Inosuke, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Yo, that uh, what, beast beast form. Beast fang, man. Beast fang. Wow. Half animal. That's that's it. That's your guy. <laughs> that <Yeah>. flexibility. <laughs> yeah. Um. I yeah. I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I thought it was really well done. I loved uh, the pacing. I really, I really enjoyed. It. Yeah, okay, there we go. The movie is bittersweet to me because the movie is really good, stupid good. Like this, really once again put UFO table like on the map again. People are like, mm. I've never seen that quality action like this. Go watch the Fate Stay Night Unlimited. Um, sorry, the Fate Stay Night Heaven Feels movie. The action's stupid. It's mm-hmm. like it's unintelligent. <laughs> you become I I couldn't read after my ability to to, to process literature declines. <laughs> it fried my processor. Basically, like, yeah, it was it was crazy. Especially like, um, I think it was like uh, I was um, writer mm-hmm. versus saber like third yeah. round. Bro, mm-hmm. yo, I'll, uh, I yeah, think that's I, in, like in the top cleanest fight scenes ever, and, along with saber versus um, Hercules. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was. And by the way. I wanted to put this. Do you remember I keep making fun of the show for like every time there's a nuclear explosion, no one addresses it. <laughs> Actually, I can't remember which Fate series I was watching. So every time like those nuclear explosions happen, they're like, yeah, a gas pipe blew. <laughs> That's a lot if of gas watch, pipe. If you go back to it again, every time those big fights happen, they're like, yeah, a gas pipe blew in the Shinto temple. I'm like, it's not a gas but how do you that was a nuclear explosion there's a lot of gas <laughs> yeah I was like yo it's ridiculous but um yeah I put them on the map like Akaza versus versus uh, Rengoku mm. but yeah it was a bit of because like yeah Rengoku died man yep that he uh, did I know you were saying you were talking you, when you and I were talking about it you were talking about as much as like it would have been cool for him to survive you, had, you said like it would have really damaged the movie 
Mm-hmm. I wasn't crying, you was. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Uh, specifically because I found Rengoku, uh, he established so much in the little time that he was there, uh, just by his sheer presence. Because up until, uh, let's say, the movie, we saw like Tanjiro learning his, uh, his new abilities and how strong he was becoming. Um, but Hashira training. Exactly. So uh, we, we didn't know to what level he can grow to. And the movie did a good job of showing Rengoku's power. Like, this is how strong Tanjiro might become. Okay, And even the fact that he was the flame Hashira, which is like close to his abilities fire yeah. um it really showed like the gap of um you know like what you have to look forward to you know like when we watch hero academia it starts off like with all might it's like wow all for yeah. one like he seems super powerful and then midoriya gets uh, all for one and then um uh wait i say all for one one for all one for all my bad uh and then you see him slowly grow you know he can eventually get to that i found like that to be very similar mm, um, kind of like sorry to jump in kind of like guy minato and itachi for rock the naruto and exactly mm. so uh it just really goes to show like okay cool we have a lot to look forward to like they're gonna learn new abilities will become so much stronger and then fight against uh, the demon Rengoku on top of that dies and he's not even fighting the strongest yeah uh which really puts things into perspective to know that they're gonna really have to surpass Rengoku's level if they want to stand mm. a chance, and that's I find that's very important in the show because mm. you need to know that how far the characters are gonna have to go to achieve to become the main characters. The, exactly, the power skating. There all needs to be a power scale, and then mm. the movie did a good job of showing that these guys are not ready for what they're supposed to face. Ex- exactly. And even the other pillars, when they heard that Rengoku died, they're like, Rengoku died. Mm-hmm. So they're not like. Yeah, yeah they were shook it. from that. I remember that. Yeah, so like everyone's like, "We're in danger. We're not. We need more help. We need backup. We need to work harder." So, I find it's really important. Mm-hmm. They did a good job with that. It really sets the pace for a second season because now fighting the other pillars with uh, Hashiro's getting into the action, you can tell it's not going to be like Hashiro's are just going to stomp everything out. And I find if Rengoku lived, it would have maybe like I wouldn't have taken the demons as seriously. Like the demon, he lived and he got away. So it just goes to show, like, the stakes are there. People can die. Yeah. And it makes the anime just that much more impressive. Because, you know, uh, the generic anime is like, oh, it's okay. The heroes are going to be strong. They're going to struggle, might get mutilated, but they will prevail. Like Fairy Tale, for example. Like Fairy that's, that's, that's a good example. <laughs> that's a you show. Guys speak on that? Because I haven't, I haven't gotten to Fairy Tale. Okay, well, just to go quickly, in Fairy Tale, the problem I had with it, there's never really been stakes, really. It's always like, Natsu, for example, he always gets this random power buff for no reason, and he's never really. Like, it's a thanks to power friendship. Yeah, there's a lot of that too, <laughs> which is not my favorite thing. But that's why the re- main reason, like, I stopped watching Fairy Tail because always like ass pulls like that. It's always, same, same. It's always oh well, he's gonna get this power. Oh, I'm gonna give you that. Oh, he gains this. Never really worked hard for anything. Mm. So, my personal mm. opinion and. Demon Slayer did not do that, so I appreciate that for them. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it cool. serves a lot and it just helps uh, set the pace for like the upcoming season. Because now we have something to look forward to and we know like not everyone might live, you know, and there's so many more. Like, it That's just true. also like, tells you how strong Muzan is in comparison. True. Well, not how strong, but he's just that much stronger. True, because we never seen him fight other than like when he wiped out the, the lower ranks. Yeah. yeah. At the end of season one. Um, what did I want to say? I don't want to lose my train of thought. Um, 
Um, oh yeah, so this is my one thing in Demon Slayer. You guys, I think you, I know you read the manga. I don't know if you read the manga. Yes. Okay, so you guys can tell, you guys can confirm or not. I don't feel like they fully have made use of Inosuke as compared to Tanjiro and Zenitsu up to this point. He gets his time to shine. Yeah. He gets okay. his time. But to I'm shine. not wrong in terms of like up to no. this yes. point, he's been under, he's, underutilized. He's just not like, oh, I want to fight everything crazy character right now. But and he gets his time to shine. At the end of the day, like, unfortunately, I find Inosuke, he is a secondary character and it shows he's a secondary character. I'm just comparing it to Zenitsu. That's why I said that. Because Zenitsu has had a lot of time. Like, every time. Zenitsu's mm-hmm. on screen and he uh, has his hand on his sword. You know it's yeah. gonna be crazy. And yeah. on top of that, he has had like a little bit of background uh when they explain like you know why he learned the one ability and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Inosuke's time will come okay. later on. Okay, yeah, that's the one thing I've been wondering about. I'm like, yo, this guy has been under he's very likable, but I'm like he hasn't really been like optimally used compared to like Zenitsu who's just mm-hmm. like from his first fight scene, he's been a he's been a, a, a scene stealer yeah, and a fan favorite. So. Basically, yeah, yeah he's just like, yo, he's asleep. Oh man, <laughs> you know something's uh, coming, right? What's it called? That called, what do you what is it called when you when you sleepwalk? It's like not sleep apnea, is it? I can't remember. What's, I can't the remember. Technical term for it? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. But anyways, yeah. that maybe we might maybe we might write that somewhere. <laughs> um, the other thing was, I don't know how to word it, but. Yeah, there we go. I felt like Rengoku lost, but he wasn't defeated. Does that make sense? Mm. In a sense of like he was still because like, first of all, in my opinion, Akaze gave up. Mm. He gave up because he didn't want to face the sun. He actually ended up cutting off his own arms because what's it called? Um, uh, that's what let's really call what it is. Um, Rengoku pulled off a Rorschach. He's like. I'm not stuck in here with you. <laughs> You're stuck in here with me. <laughs> but to be fair on that point, it's like, I guess he didn't, he had no choice to run because he can't live in the sun. So it's like, I say that because he was saying like, you should be a demon. You'll be better off. So it's like, would he be better off if you're running away like that? Like, that's the story of everything. I mean, I'm like, if it, I don't know how to, how to word it, but I feel like as much as when Goku lost a fight, he wasn't mm-hmm. defeated. It was more so like, Akaza who was de- defeated because he's the one who actually surrendered. And Goku did not give up until he, like, died. And, uh, like, if it weren't for... Like, the fact of the matter is that, yeah, because I was constantly telling him, like, you should become a demon, you should become a demon. But let's say he was a demon, then he would have had to flee that fight, right? Um, and ultimately, it was his... The fact that he was a demon that made him flee, right? Exactly. So it's telling you, you know, that, like, um, oh, you know, you should get this ability, you should get this ability. But at the end of the fight... You had to run because of said ability. So ultimately, like, is it really worth being a demon? And uh, as Rengoku puts it, like, there's a there's a lot of emphasis on immortality. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you'll just live forever. You get to train forever. But I don't remember specifically what he said. But he said like it's not the fact you know that you can live forever that's important, and the fact death gives life meaning. Yeah. And and such it was like a very different philosophy, and that because I was just not listening. It's like, well, you'll just be stronger. But ultimately, like, where did his strength get him? He wasn't even able to kill Rengoku at the time before the sun. That's true, actually. Yeah, like, no matter what he did, Rengoku was just like, no, yeah. I'm not dead yet. Yeah, you you blew my stomach open. Yeah. I'm going to flex my stomach muscles. <laughs> I'm just like, when he did that, I was like... But the thing is, because he was looking for an eternal rival and he respected Rengoku's strength. So at the same time, he was fighting him. He was trying to convince him to become a demon so he cannot kill him. Mm-hmm. But even at the fight, they were fighting on par. For what the movie has showed us. No, go on. I had another point. And it's like... 
I lost my train of thought there, but so I was saying they were fighting on par that situation, and yeah, Rengoku did not lose technique because they did fight like hand to hand. They fought toe to toe, and sadly he died because his body gave up because he's human. Mm-hmm. So if you compare their strength, I was like him, his life as he lived as a human. For him, he lived like how many years? Ten thousands of years. He's been fighting constantly, and he's only been alive for what? Twenty like. 20. 20 given 20 so like from his lifespan he, he outmatched Akaza by a, a whole that's bunch true. that's true and one very important thing is that Rengoku's mission was not necessarily to defeat I was him. gonna say that that was my his, next point remember his duty was like there's no one that's going to die and that's what's gonna happen like he didn't specifically say like no one's gonna die and I'm gonna defeat this demon it's like no one's gonna die period and he forced him to to flee because let's say like he was Let's say he flower got defeated, Akaza just would have wiped out the rest of the demons. Yeah, so there's, yeah there's nothing that any so, of them could have done. Exactly. So he held them off for so long they had to flee, and as a result, no one died. Yeah, that's exactly what it, that's that's kind of what I was getting at. So yeah, one, Rengoku was in his own way holding back two in the fight because he was trying to protect others, and then two, he ended up, um, how would I word it, sticking to his word in a sense of no one died yeah I didn't beat you but no one died so I feel like hmm. ultimately really interesting as much as Rengoku died he was the winner in that fight he completed his mission exactly yeah that, that was his goal his exactly. responsibility exactly hmm. and like the only reason that Akaza survived was because he was just like I'm gonna retreat I'm not going to essentially die a warrior's death quote unquote I really found it really interesting you were kind of just talking about it but just the concept of accepting hmm the ebbs and flow of life and death and understanding that like, everyone has their, their rise, that, that they have their peak and then they also have essentially their decline in life mm-hmm. and um, how essentially the demons aim. I know there's, I won't spoil it because I know some of the stuff in the manga. He's not the only demon. Um, there's one other that's higher than him who also became a demon to, what's what I'm looking for? Break the natural flow of life. Mm. And as much as that's true, like, Mm, I'm trying to find my words. It doesn't work. Yeah. And I really found that interesting in a sense of, I, I don't know who just said that just now, but like, it was, yeah, it was, it was you, Oshay, Mr. O. I'm um, just talking about how, yeah, what's it, Akaza was around, has been around for like a century, and like, yeah. Rangoku was around for 20 years, and he's been able to match him to that level. So is this, I don't even know, like, is that even worth it at that point? And even if it was, Kind of like what you were saying too. Um, there is a sort of um, so, drawbacks to each. So you want to say something? So, so I find interesting there. It's like how humans evolve in a sense. Because mm. you can be here for so long, but there's always be someone that's gonna come mm-hmm. and surpass what you've done, regardless. True. Because always this evolution always there's always gonna be somebody else. So someone's gonna True. come and prevail. That good lagging. That good lagging. Yeah. And yeah, that's kind of going back on what on on what uh, was saying in a sense of like how his death is going to inspire everyone to work even harder to surpass him. Mm. And then it's also making me think back to um, the ebbs and flow of life and just what it means to be human because I'm thinking of even uh, uh, Tanjiro's fight with the, the... I think that guy was... He was a lower half or was he upper half? He was uh, a lower, lower half. Right? Yeah, he was a lower half and how Tanjiro was able to constantly surpass himself by like cutting his own neck to wake himself up every time. Mm. Like That's that's willpower, man. <laughs> yeah. Bro... Yeah. He did it so many times that Inosuke was like, nah, you're awake this time, bro. <laughs> you're actually going to do it for real this time. Right? Yo, yeah, like, that That said so much about just... 
their willpower to keep going and also I'm trying to find my words again um cause i'm trying to remember like the whole movie and i also wanted to specifically talk about tandro's fight against against that guy and his ability to just wake up from his perfect life and come back into what reality is and actually accept hmm. his kind of going back on the episode we did before but dealing with his broken lightsaber all right <laughs> I don't know if you played... Did you play Star Wars Fallen Order? No, I have not played Star Wars Fallen Order. It was a good game. It huh. is a good game. And we were just basically talking about trauma and how, like, that can affect... How it affected Cal Kestis, the main character of Fallen Order, how it affected his ability to move forward hmm. in terms of using the Force because he never healed from, like, seeing his mentor die in front of him. Okay. So we kind of... And so... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, they say it at the beginning of the game. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's very well known at the beginning because it's, like, after, you know, Order 66... While the Jedi get killed, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that it basically takes place. I don't know, like ten years after. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, roughly ten years mm-hmm. after. So basically, just talking about that sort of stuff. Um, the broken lightsaber, you'll get it when you when you play the game. I think I might have my copy still. Um, but yeah, um, I really liked how they handled that. I really liked how they uh, gave everyone time to shine. Specifically, Tandro in his fight, overcoming the demon, and constantly cutting his neck, um, and then. Um, for me, like I said, his uh, sense of compassion, empathy when it came to like his own role, I really like that. I remember how Inosuke was basically attacking them in his, and then I can't remember Zenitsu's at all. It was uh, the, the Nezuko dream. It, like you're like you're my tots, and he takes like the clippers, the gra- the grass clippers, and it, <laughs> it's kind like, of like a it was like kind of like a horror movie scene a bit. Vague. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember they were trying to run away from him. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That was terrifying. Shout out to Zenitsu, that's my guy, yo. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if you guys have any extra thoughts. I just really want to talk about the Demon Slayer movie, what really resonated with me. Like I said, for me, it was, Tan- for me, it was Tanjiro and his waking up of the dream. Um, also, shout out to Rengoku once again being in the dream. I think they tried to... What did they try oh, to do to him? Okay. And they, 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 when they were getting close to uh, like his subconscious, the thing yeah. they had the break, yeah. as soon as it sensed there was like ill intent, like he reacted physically and started... Strangling right, the person, yeah, yeah, saying his will to live was just way too strong, mm-hmm. and even in that realm, it's mm-hmm. like hot, right? I remember that, yeah. Also, those were normal children, right? Yeah, pretty much because <laughs> no, because they were like pale and deathly looking, that's why I was just like, and also, they like, were sickly children, yeah. And that's I'm like, why would you, a for me, I was like, because I, I guess I was rationalizing too much, but I'm like, they look like if you're assuming you're real children, you're real normal children. Mm-hmm. You do realize it's a very bad demon person, right? And these are the people that would save you, and you're going to harm them by entering their dreams. Mm. Okay, good talk. You you thought? Did yep. you really think this this uh, deal that you made with this super evil demon was going to work out for you? But they're manipulative. They're little kids, right? So. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a situation like, well, if you don't do it, then you will probably die. Yeah. And they were already, the demon slayers were already asleep anyway. Can't be like, Fair. yo, can you save me? Like, oh, what would I tell you? Oh my god, take your life. True. But I would have done it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm gonna die. I'm gonna what's die. It, what's, it, what's it called? Um, if he dies, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> but Rocky, yo. I got one big thing to say, Rankoku. I want to compare it to another anime character. I found he was very similar, in a sense, to Kamina from Gurren Lagann. In a sense, like his role in the series to serve as like a mentor to the main character, show him the potential. Except for Kamina, just didn't have any powers. Uh, but he just served 
to show like you know you this is how you the need to do it. The power of his glasses, by the way, but go on. Right, so that's true. Like how that stay on his face, <laughs> but he stood there to say what he stood for was to, simply to say like um, uh, if you put your mind to it, you can. Mm-hmm. And he died on his feet too, which he was taken very very early in the series, which was very surprising. But it led to Simon really growing up and embodying his ideals, which probably will happen similarly to Tanjiro. Mm-hmm. And another scene we didn't really cover from the movie, which I found was really interesting, was when they go into Regenku's past mm-hmm. and they talk about how he was trained to become a pillar like his dad. Yeah. But since his mom died, his dad don't want to be a pillar no more. So like when he's when his son finally made it, he didn't give it any approval and he's like he wasn't even happy for him that he made it so far. And he kinda of, he kinda of like his dad just ignored him completely. That wasn't he, in the movie? Yeah, that was in the movie. And it was in the movie? Yeah, and then he oh. still continued to do what he had to do. Mm. And he's like and his little brother. True, his dad never. He kept going to his dad. He's like, "Oh, like we were on the mission. We came back. His dad never looked at him. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And then his little brother, like he looked up to his him and his dad. And he told his little brothers, "Was like, just what you do. Just be a genuine person in life. You don't have to be the greatest or whatever. Just live an honest life." Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty cool because even though he might be hurting or something, he still took the the role as the big brother, and he says sure. he still tried to be an aspiring person because to his little brother's eyes, it was somebody that like, oh. And he always maintained, he always kept that, as as I love to put it, he kept that same energy, even when he was with Tanjiro and the others, like, they're just like, yo, this guy's so cool. How mm-hmm. can I be like this guy? <laughs> yeah. So that was a good scene, too. That's true. I actually forgot about that one. So then when he died, even like, damn, he felt even more, because, like, he was just a good dude. Right? Like, you just, he was just a character that, like, you couldn't, I was talking about that in terms of the characters that we like, but he was just such a likable <laughs> character, because I was talking with, with Lubab about this in a sense of, like, if my character is not the main character, they don't die. They just get written off the story. Mm. Justin Law. Do you remember who Justin <laughs> Law is? Justin Law. From, from Soul Eater. Soul Eater yeah. Do you remember what Justin, he did? Do you remember what he did after his first powers? Sight? Exactly. <laughs> Rock Lee? It doesn't exist. Yeah. Okay, that's what happens yeah. to my character. You don't necessarily they die. into obscurity. Exactly. His Look. characters die. <laughs> Kamina. Rengoku. What else is there? Uh, I think there's others. And there's another character that like died uh, somewhat early on. Can't think of it. But there's other examples. Exactly. So for me, my characters get written out the story. <laughs> it's like you're not important. So Basically, but... well, you, you you served your role. That was... <laughs> but I have these really cool powers. I just got my power up. Yeah, that that's cool. You 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 go over there now. Right. Maybe you'll come back in season two. So yeah. Um, anyways, that's pretty much it for in terms of Demon Slayer. Uh, the movie it was really well done. I'm going to watch it again, potentially. Um, like I said, unfortunately, as much as none of us want Rengoku die, he definitely served his purpose in terms of moving the plot forward much more. Um, the show's really well done. The action's crazy. You guys, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Ideally, in theaters, don't be like me. Don't be a terrible person. Um, and yeah, I don't know if you guys have any closing thoughts. We good, nope. we good. I think all this uh, was said that needed to be said. All right. Blackner talks me out. If we get you guys enjoyed this conversation on Mugen Train. I could call it Infinity Train, but I'm a weeb. I'm not going to do that. 